Hello everyone and welcome to Funky Baz and Face, three brothers talking footy. Very excited tonight. There's a fair chance there'll be some explicit content tonight because we've got a new segment on Funky Baz and Face. Welcome boys, welcome. Bazza, Face. Good Hello. to be here in Face's shed, he's looked after us very well tonight. Hello Funky, Baz. Good to be here and I'm looking forward to that new segment mate. It's going to be explosive. It will be explosive. Um, we're going to, I'll tell you about what that is in a minute. We'll Again, we'll talk about our brothers and sisters. We have a would you rather. It's going to be a tough would you rather for you boys. I'm going to put you boys uh, in the spotlight. I'll be nervous if... Now, we're quarter of the way through the 2019 AFL season. I thought it would be a great opportunity to give a rev up. It's like a quarter time speech. So I've given you a little bit of preparation. So you've got a club. You're the coach, and I want you to give a quarter-time address. Ooh, Kim, Kim Filsall type address? Give me 20. <laughs> give me 20. So you can be whatever you want. And just, I thought, there's a fair chance, because we've always been about the local legends, and you can't go to a local <clears throat> game without... Oh, aren't they great? ...without someone dropping the bomb, well, the F-bomb. So if anyone is a little bit... going to be a little bit offended... Or the kids in the car. Yeah, by some maybe, language. There's some pre-warning. To listen to because I don't, you know, some people might find it offensive, but I think it's part of the grit of a local sporting he's game changed. where someone... He's changed. He's changed, isn't he? He has. Yeah. He has. Um, you know that I used to coach, boys, uh, the, the, the Barossa District A grade back in the day. I think the under-10s under Goody Saints. No, no, no. We, had, we had, a, had a couple of great weeks of the Goody Saints under-11s, but Glad I brought it up. back in 99, uh, Coach Barossa, we were <clears> like 1-15... and 15, I needed a lot of expletives mm. to get the to roast home, but then didn't coach again. So uh, you do need expletives in a, a country. Just ram that point home. That's right. <laughs> and I also and think you got nothing it, to say. Yeah. Just go F and F and F. Yeah. I also think it's topical because uh, the great Rocket Eid, he's had a yeah. lot of videos that have oh. been released, whether it's Rocket Eid or not. No, it is. It is him. He's, he's he, admitted it him. He yeah. said it wasn't him. And now he says it is him. And now that North Baldwin Tigers uh, have released a video of him. Yeah. Can Ed, you imagine that guy at the back? He would be thinking, this is gold right now. I'm going to release this. So, this is going to so go we thought it was viral. time that we get amongst yeah. a local legend. So I've got... Uh, who have I got again? I've got North Melbourne. Uh, Baz has got West, West Coast. Coast. And Face has got the Carlton Blues. Carlton Blues. We're going to give them a rev up for quarter time. So right. listen out for that. We'll have Face's Fresh Finds. And we will tell our brothers and sisters the top eight... By the end of the year, lock it in. There's no need to debate it. Well, this will happen. Stop playing now. It's yeah, locked in. It's locked in. So don't worry about the argy bargy. That is the locked in top eight. So we've got a big show tonight, boys. Very good. Kick us off, Funky. No, I was going to give it to you actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who's our new, new brothers and sisters? New followers, Funky and Baz. Uh, Darren Sharp. He uh, got on the Funky Baz oh. face Facebook page. Yeah. He, he had a day out last week, Baz. He's got, he's, he's got he the internet, is, has he? He is like he is unbelievable <laughs> that he can come back after the Tommy's had off, slip straight into the A grade and be a force. Like kick four last yeah. week and just. When it goes near him, his body is just sleek. It's big. He is an incredible player. Got right. a great story about Sharpie. I used to see him. He used to work at Mum's school. At work. He used to go to Mum's school in Elizabeth. He was this little kid, big gypsy earring. He's like, G'day, Scotty. How you going? Mm. Within a couple of years of Central Districts, he was this man, mountain, Adonis, mm. absolute beast. Yeah, he's been he's... playing like that for oh, the rest of his time. Fantastic. Very good. Yeah. yeah. 
They actually really played really well last week, and uh, the Brosser boys just went down to Tanunda, but um, they're still up and about. It's great to hear the local uh, <laughs> cars getting ready on a Anyone Friday night. I think we're in Croydon with uh, that sort of <laughs> noise. Jeez, uh, what's going on there? Sounding very good. Um, also, the pair boys, the pair joined us after our chat with mm-hmm. uh, Aunt Alessiani uh, last week, Power mm-hmm. from Port. We had a, a few um, Port's uh, followers, which is great. So welcome to the pair. Bevan Jones, who's a journalist with News Corp. He's joined on to Funky Bez Face. Very good. Uh, we've got Corn the Pair, as in Khan the Pair, and Dave Lloyd, plus a bunch of others that loved our chat with um, Anthony last week. Funny enough, he's coming up in my face as Fresh Vines tonight, so listen out for that. Also, Bron Venning, a, a Funky Bez Face favourite. And listener sister. right from the start. Mm-hmm. She's uh, sent a message through this week, loved listening to her episodes this year. So thank Very you for good. that, Bronny. Good you, Bron. Does she mind a bit of explicit language? Uh, she... I think she'll be, right. she'll be happy yeah. to hear that tonight. Yeah. Right. That's it, mate. That's good. Well done. So my would you rathers. Now, I, I think they're going to be pretty tough this week. But now, I'm looking at Travis Spoke. I'd, I've admired Travis Spoke for many <clears> years. <throat> and he's come, he's playing his 250th game as we speak. I think he'd be a great person as well. Like He'd yeah. be a guy you'd like to have a beer with. Yeah, very good. Very much so. Now, would you rather be playing your 250th game knowing that you've pretty you've made it not many players get to that part of their career but the end is near mm. or would you rather be playing your first game you don't know if you're going to make it but you got your career ahead but what sort of player is it is it someone like uh three, three flags or doesn't matter it just that's the games that you've played so well, I think you'd rather be the young kid. You don't want to have your career over before you start it. There's so many players just don't get past 50 games. Very good. Mm. Yeah, longevity in the game is key. Uh, so many injuries and, and other things that come into play. Um, a young kid these days, given everything to try and support them to have a long career after they get picked up. Can so, I give you a follow-on from that one? Would you rather Travis Boak or Selwood? Because Selwood was in the same draft, pick, pick chosen five and six, chosen just after. I think you have to choose five Selwood. Seven, Selwood just through his uh, premierships and his success at the Geelong Footy Club. Yeah, and, but if you look at that draft, they put that draft out today. Yeah. There's a lot of duds in there. Number one was Bryce Gibbs, and then two, three, four were all duds, and then you have Boak, and then you've got um, Selwood in there. But everyone around that, it wasn't a great mm. draft, really. Where would Bryce Gibbs be at a Selwood boat Gibbs? Oh, not, not Num- number, number three. three. Number three. Yeah. Um, I would rather be the 250 gamer, just having something to say that I've actually done it. Because in your first game, whilst you've got that excitement, <laughs> your career is ahead, and I think that that is a massive... Do you just want to live off someone else's achievements? No, my own. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, your club's just appointed a new coach. Would you rather that name be Brad Scott or Brendan Bolton? Definitely Bolton. Brad Scott, I don't know. You just, yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't, Maybe I don't it's think... the club he's had, but... True. Yeah, Bolton's he got a bit of happiness about him. He's been under Hawthorne. Well, yeah. Not at the moment. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a lot more upside with Bolton, I think, and where definitely where he can take that side. Scott's definitely under the pump, isn't he? Yeah, I'd go Brendan Bolton. Uh, I sort of think though that Brad Scott's always going to have a career in football. Where if it doesn't work out for Brendan Bolton, I don't know if he's going to get a senior job after this yeah, one. Yeah, he'd be fine for assistance and yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, 
<clears throat> SEN in Melbourne, they just released the... Uh, these guys aren't an all-painting uh, team. Right. So basically the ugly ugly blokes. Mm-hmm. Face like hanging rocks. So they've got um, Chris McDermott in the middle. <laughs> oh, Rodney Maynard has to be there. He wasn't in there. Um, Cameron Ling, Mark Jackson, Gary Hocking... And Craig Lambert. Craig Lambert. Uh, oh, there, he'd be captain Craig so Lambert. The captain was um, Tony Jewell. Yeah. Yes. So, would you rather be captain of the Ugly Blokes Club, <laughs> or would you rather be captain of the Shit Blokes Club? Well, I tell you... And who... I know what your answer's going to be, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, who's the Shit Bloke, then? Oh, who's the guy that played for the Crows and stole people's... Uh, yeah. And England. Yeah, England. Yeah. Because... I tell you what, Mick Mick Martin, right? Ugliest bloke ever. He only had two teeth, you know. Yeah, the time yeah, out there. Yeah. His missus was hot, mm. so so you would rather be in the ugly blokes team captain, like Lingy. I think he's got a good missus too. And Lingy, come on, come on, he he, he struggles. So you'd rather be in the ugly blokes team. I'm surprised he said that. What about you, Face? Um, you don't want to be a shit bloke. Yeah. You want to be a bloke. That everyone can have a beer with. Yeah. So hopefully you're not ugly and shit. But I would, I agree. <laughs> I would rather be in the ugly blokes club. Like. And that's from my would you rather's for this week. Not very good. I like your last one. Thank you. I'd be nervous if Baz. I tell you what. I'd be nervous if I was a hot dog seller at the SCG. What's that, mate? <laughs> because the oh. crowds are dwindling. <laughs> right. You could order all these hot dogs and you think yes. you're going to sell them all, but there's no one there. This sounds like a Baz's bake. Uh, well, I'm not happy boys. No, it's a little bit of a bait because, like, where's the supporters gone? They're going. Yeah, they're going absolutely. to rapid. They're going to watch, buddy. The, buddy buddy's not playing either. The Roosters or the Parramatta Eels or whoever they are because they're not at the game. And the way their season is going and playing young kids, the bloke that's hired these new kids to sell hot dogs is laying them off left, right, and centre because there's <laughs> there's none around. It is a good call, isn't it? I'm not sure the hot dog vendor is the highest priority at the SCG right now. <laughs> yeah, um, no, they're, they're in big but trouble. But he would be concerned. And mm. the crowds are, are going to... Dwindling. Yeah, yeah. What do you got, Face? I'd be nervous if I'm Jaron Geary and trying to get my thigh to heal after that operation he's had. That's a horrendous yeah. picture, Face. Shocking picture. I'm yeah. glad I sent it to you boys to make you vomit your mm. bunch up on a yeah. Thursday or Friday, whenever I sent it. Uh, that's a huge operation. Obviously, lots of bleeding in that um, quad to get that um, ready back up and running again would be huge. So mm-hmm. I'd be nervous if I was West Coast. They're in hangover. They're, they're very close to hangover. 99 crows all over again. That's what they look like. They've still got all the, all the good players too. Mm. Yeah. Luckily... They're going to get a rev up. You know what? I don't Very think... good. They've got a rev up coming. <laughs> I don't, um, actually, just on that, Baz, I don't think they have their good players. There's a bit of conjecture over the last week or two from Simpson about training on the new oval and how hard it is over in Perth. And all the players going did, Didn't hear about that hard oval last year, did we? No, nah, but foot and leg injuries and all that sort of stuff with the preseason. Yeah, you're right. So... Good call. Mm. Good call. Excuses. It's a bit yeah. like Melbourne's excuse this yeah. week. What did they say? They, that was a great call, actually. Yeah. Melbourne put out this excuse this week that they had very short turnaround time from last year. Yeah. What about Hawthorne? What about yeah. Geelong over the last had, 15 years? Did we see Richmond uh, clean up the change rooms after the game in the first three rounds and, <laughs> and pick up the phone and hand it to someone there's no one there? Like <laughs> You don't see banter when teams are losing, losing and you hear excuses when teams are losing right. and when they're flying. And... Well, stand corrected, boys. You're another one, I Put think, Baz. Well, i tell you who I'd be nervous if I was boys. If I was Stephen Motlop, all right, high, highly played player. There's all these great young kids for the power coming through, yeah. and even like that, is it F- F- Farrell? 
Farrell. Kane Farrell. Kane yeah. Farrell. Like he's probably Same above sort of him at the moment. Stephen Motlop is in big trouble with these young kids that I've got. They're gonna play the young kids over the old guy. I think they've put in um, that other Amon instead of Motlop mm. tonight. <clears throat> I reckon he's in big trouble. And he was a free agent, wasn't he? So it didn't cost him anything apart from well, salary dollars to get yeah, him there. Yeah, he's, he's taken a big chunk of the uh, salary cap. So, yeah, I would be concerned if I was him. And I'd also be concerned if I was Josh Jenkins as well because the Himmelberg is showing some promise. Jenkins is certainty to come back in the Crows. Absolute certainty. But Himmelberg is showing some good signs. He has, yeah. So I don't think he'd be cheering Himmel- Himmelberg's uh, goals when they go through. <laughs> I like the new Crows Ruckman, actually. I'd be nervous if I was Big Sauce. See him running lap. He's a terrible lap runner, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he's he's going to be putting on a bit of weight there, Russ and Puff at the end of the end of his career. He's he's not a good. He's not a trainer. He's a player, isn't he? Yeah. Now, boys. Uh, so this is a, if people are a little bit contentious about this, this is probably the time that they go and um, find something else at to do. At the thirteen minute mark of the podcast, yes. probably, du- probably double our listeners. I think it's a it it could be. So this is the time quarter of the way through the season. We've got a great <laughs> opportunity to rev our side up and give Love them something it. to Love go it. on for the rest of the year. So I'm going to kick it off, boys. I've got, I got North Melbourne, so I'm going to channel my inner Brad Scott here. Okay. All right, you blokes. <laughs> Let's be honest. We're all fucking hopeless. <laughs> and that includes me too. I've been here for 10 years and still no one gives a shit about us. Even bloody Wayne Kerry fucking hates us. <laughs> You're all a bunch of nobodies. Nobody knows you. How many Instagram followers you got? Yeah, just what I thought. Fuck all. (laughs) (laughs) Jared Pollack, where are you? Pollack, Polly. Look, I know you're only here for the money. But do you know what a contestant possession is? My neighbours are going to go, what the fuck's going on here tonight? Cunnington. Keep playing the way you are, and I'm going to mispronounce your name at every opportunity. <laughs> Benny Brown. Benny, where are you? Get a fucking haircut! <laughs> Is that it? That's it. <laughs> I don't know how I'm, going to, how I'm going to match that one, but we've just flown over to West Coast. Okay, we've flown over to West Coast. I just had to go first. Simpson. I had to go first because, uh, you know. All right, boys, bring it in. Bring it in, boys. Boys, bring it in. This is West Coast. Yeah, All right, Simo. we've got Simpson. Simo. Simo. Bring it in, boys. Bring it in. Obviously, we're not going too well. Boys, boys, I don't know if you know, but I played a fair bit of footy. You may not have heard the team. It's called North Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> Gaffy, Gaffy, where are you? If you put as much time and effort into winning the hard ball as you're punching out 14-year-old kids, you might have a premiership medal. <laughs> Gov, where are you, Gov? I reckon your brother's playing better than you, and he's fucking hopeless. And he's got no mates. <laughs> Elliot, yo. Elliot, where are you? Elliot, when you break it down, you've got a really weird first name <laughs> and a shit last name. <laughs> No, no, boys. No, in all seriousness, boys. I mean, I will go to my grave as a premiership coach. You boys will go to your grave as premiership players. Except for you, Gaffy. (laughs) (laughs) So let's get through this last few quarters and get out on the piss tonight. Come on! Very Very good, Matthew. Very good. A little bit of pressure here, boys, just quietly. But uh, I'm uh, flying back from... 
Domain Stadium. Is it Domain Stadium in Perth? Back Optus. over to Icon. Optus, I think. Yeah, back over to Icon Park. Yep. I think it's called uh, the Blues. And I'm channeling my inner Brendan Bolton. Well, boys, did you see what I looked like when I was coaching at the Hawks? I was happy. I was smiling in press conferences. My hair was darker. But look what you pricks have done to me. I'm angry. I'm no longer smiling. I'm greyer than Sticks Kernahan. Now, boys, what's our game plan? What's our bloody game plan? Give it to Cripper, that's right. The rest of you useless bastards, get out of the way and let him do it all. Mid, forward, back. I don't care. Get it to Cripper. McGovern, what the hell were you doing that quarter? I had to ask Sauce if I traded you back to Adelaide as I didn't see you do a fucking thing. Huh? <laughs> oh, you, you've, done, you've done a hammy. Right, fuck me. Maybe it wasn't the Crows' high-performance team that made you miss the 2017 Grand Final, you weak bastard. It's your training standards. You know why the rest of the comp called you brackets? It's because the number 11 on, the, on your back is stretched so far apart from your unfit shit rig. They look like a word is missing from your fucking brackets on your back. I think there's a fair bit of animosity coming here. But I'll give you a word. Overrated. We are paying you to play like your brother Jeremy, not your fat halfback flanker dad Andrew when he was at Frio. Maddie Kennedy. Where are you, Maddie? Get your head into the game and stop thinking about your Lord, Saviour, Jesus Christ for the moment. Maybe get off Instagram and stop liking Izzy Flowers posts. Trust me, that won't end well. Murph. Murph. You gave me some end-of-season feedback, didn't you, mate, last year? You wanted me to lighten up. Well, I'm telling you, I'll lighten up when you can start kicking over a fucking gym tan uh, <laughs> and win a bloody game for us. You've been leading this rabble for years, mate. Perhaps start having a look within for once. Tell me to lighten up, for fuck's sake. How can I lighten up when I have Levi Casbolt as our key forward? Boys, stop laughing. Levi Casbolt is our key forward. Levi, right. Any chance... Any chance you can drop the footy onto your boot properly for once. Wowee, you can clunk them up there with the best I've seen. The best I've seen, but have a go and go and have a chat to Big Sav Rocker and sort your shit action out. But look, boys, if we can't get it together this game... Siren's gone. <laughs> all this year's boys, Sauce will look after us and get us the number one pick in the next year's draft. Sorry, what's that, Sauce? You, you trade it to Adelaide. <laughs> For what, a pick and Liam Stocker? Who the hell is that? Righto, lads. Pull your finger out this quarter. I'll pack up my kit and take Cripper back with me to Clarko and the Happy Hawks. Well done, boys. Well done, boys. Now, how critical is it when you're giving a spray that you're fluent as well? If you I'll say jam tin. If you mess up tin and jam? you're trying to be serious and the boys are laughing. Not ideal. And that was lengthy, and you did show a little bit of Crow's bias there, I think, face. Yeah. Gee, that's a shot. But I hope our listeners enjoyed our break from uh, our normal, um, just a bit of a change-up. Yeah. And I think it reflected the uh, the local environment as well. Faces fresh finds. We're going to go to you, mate, who's still giggling after that last session. That's because I just got a message saying, can you keep it down, because we've just woken the kids up. <laughs> <laughs> so apologies, uh, children. Faces Fresh Finds. Boys, uh, on ABC this week, Australian story on Tuesday night, there was a show called Running on Empty. Now, I've got to ask both of you, how far would you push yourself for a cause that you believed in? Australian CEO, Mina Gooley, 48, is on a mission to draw attention to the global water crisis across the world. And in order to attempt that, 
she's running or she attempted to run a hundred marathons, 42 wow. Ks in a hundred days wow. across the world. So within 24 hours, no matter where she traveled, every day, every 24 hours, she had to do a 42 K marathon. You know what I find this space before you put on that is the human body will do incredible <clears throat> things, which our mind tells us we can't do bugger all. Our mind tells us that we can't go to training on Tuesday night or something, but you look at that, a hundred marathons mm. in a hundred days. I know she's got training behind her, but it's the will to push you, which will do the job for you. And that's what all the successful athletes have, don't they? That's right. Here's uh, a little clip from um, Australian Story. A couple of seconds, hopefully. Anytime now. <laughs> <laughs> really weird experience to be running in the New York Marathon, looking around, thinking, for everybody else here, they're going to go home and rest tonight. For me, I'm going to run another marathon tomorrow. Where I thought, wow, what if I'm not up to it? So, um, what actually happened, she got to 62 marathons. So, oh. on the 62 day, yes. she did 62 mm. full marathons until she uh, tore... A tear on her hip and then turned it into a fractured hip uh, during Marathon 62. But that's when the campaign took on a life of its own. People who had been following her campaign and believed in it started to run the remaining Ks for her. So everyone would Excellent. say, I've run yeah, 10 great. Ks today. Yeah. This is for the water campaign. Um, eventually, for the 100th marathon in 100 days, they still met that target. Uh, her whole support team ran together and pushed her in a wheelchair for the 42 Ks. So that was a great thing on Australian Story. If you get a chance to uh, well, to, to look that uh, ha a half an hour. Um, just on that, the London yep. Marathon was on the weekend, and uh, yep. it's one of the big things in London Marathon is it's just a part of the quirky British sense of humour is lots and lots of people dress up. I like that. <laughs> yeah. So in my um, famed London Marathon that I ran, I was running next to two people who are Bill and Bob, the flower pot men. So they were dressed up. Oh, no. They were running with flower pots around them. How can they do 42Ks doing that? So the, 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 the incredible thing is, when you're running right, when you're running and people who are in fancy dress are keeping up with you, it actually really demoralises you as well. Mm. But the guy who was dressed up as uh, the Big Ben clock ran 42 kilometres... <laughs> Everyone thought it was fantastic, but couldn't get under the finish line. And then so Marshall had to help them underneath and yeah, after 42 Ks on their knees it's to get through. It's incredible though. As the big Ben clock, you run 42 Ks. Incredible. Yeah. Karen and I also did a half marathon in the UK. We were running next to Bob the Builder. So every time um, <laughs> we were running past, everyone oh. was... Yeah, correct. Um, now, boys, previous episodes, we've talked about ACL injuries and the difference between never seeing it in country footy, as you said, Baz, mm -hmm. to uh, Funky's actual research that he did uh, for a profession. The Crow Show on Channel 7 over the past week I heard about did a place. report on ACL injuries. Mm -hmm. Now, they had their high-performance Steve Saunders talk about it, and what he said was that basically the ACLs seem to occur earlier in the year than they do later in the year. The knees are still getting used to... Um, competitive football and that sort of environment. So yep. they tend to actually decrease as the season progresses. That's cool, so I haven't thought of that. Um, another funky, uh, uh, funky, yeah, fresh wine, whatever I want to call it this week. Mother-daughter rule. 
The advertiser put up a story on the weekend showing mother Bronwyn Davey and daughter Tashana Ma lining up for Woodville West Torrens on the weekend. Very good, I saw in that. In a really? yeah. game. A league game. Mm. That's unbelievable. Mother, daughter. I, I thought, imagine if we were playing footy and then suddenly, uh, and in this week is Bryzy Harris. <laughs> <laughs> that is unbelievable. Yeah, that's great, League football. Mm. How good would that be? Um, the last uh, funky uh, face fresh bond. Am I going? Roaming ant boys. So Matt Laurie, a, uh, a brother of ours on uh, Funky Bear's face, suge- suggested that BT's roaming Brian was the best for a long time that he's seen, uh, especially when he uh, interviewed Dersmer and his high school girlfriend mm-hmm. um, after the game. During during the week, Port Power have put out a, a new request for a new roaming BT for their trip to China. Mm-hmm. So. Our mate, Powerful Port, Anthony yes. Alessiani, um, he put up, this is his dream job. So we've, we've, we've We're supported him. him. We've we said him. we had a great chat to him. So good luck. Uh, we've supported Port. him by pressing like once. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, good luck, mate. Hopefully, uh, now Matt Tarrant, who's a, a magician at the Fringe, he's also a Port supporter. And uh, he backed him himself and Ant to do it. So boys, good luck. Hopefully you uh, go well. And we if you want to support follow him, his progress. The, uh, the, the details on our Facebook and Twitter page. Mm-hmm. We have decided the top eight. Everyone's going to say they're going to do their ladder predictions. Everyone does their footy tips. We've got it locked in. Basically, the three of us got together last week. We came up with a top eight individually. Then we chucked out faces top yeah, eight. And we so. just came up with... Arrow, yeah. yeah. I can't believe you threw out my top eight. Okay, we're going to go from number eight into the number one position. And in eighth position, congratulations, no need to play any more footy, is Frio. Congratulations, Frio. Dockers, Ross the boss has got his yep, boys in. Yep, that's a, it's a big turnaround for them. Big turnaround, To yep. make the eight uh, after their past few years. It's a brilliant effort. Uh, number seven, Essendon. Bombers. Happy with that? Yep. Yeah, very happy with that. For anyway, excuse me, folks, we're a joined team here. Okay? <laughs> Once yeah. we're putting it out into our uh, brothers and sisters, you, you have to agree with us. Joined folks. team of two-thirds, sure. Okay, and then uh, number six is Port Adelaide. The Port Adelaide Power, they're back. They've had, was it two years out of the finals? And they're back. I reckon they might even finish a little bit higher than that. But Okay, uh, five is West Coast, which is disappointing for them. West Coast, Richmond in at four. The, the top four, this, this is the coveted spot top four. Anything can happen from here, isn't it? We've got uh, GWS. Can, can I just pause on Richmond? Mm. R- Richmond getting top four, and we're not saying if they get top four, we're saying they are locked in for top they're four. Locked, they're locked in. After round two or three, that's mm. a big effort, isn't oh, it? Massive. They were talking that they might not make the app. Yeah, yeah. So that, and, and, and Rewalt will be out for a while as well, but once they get all their players back, you'd ha- imagine facing them in a final at the yeah. MCG. yeah. Like because if if uh, say if Collingwood play finish for you know like yeah. they play them on the first, oh jeez you'd be nervous yeah it's game on uh, yeah I'd be nervous if so uh, GWS is third which is a brilliant effort you know the last yeah. few players absolutely good good young kids coming through they're in some more stars they're, this they're year. a smoky for this year's premiership I reckon I reckon oh, they nah. yeah I think nah. <laughs> you think so yep. Hey, yep I thought this was a combined effort you can't yeah. just okay mm. uh, and number two is is Geelong which like mm. how good's their recruits been. Yeah. Like that redheaded dude from Sydney. They've had a great. It's also having six it, weeks. Oh, uh, Gary, Gary Rowan. Rowan. Oh, how good's he been? Um, it's also having the courage to play him, as well. Like mm. you've made the call, Baz, at the start of the season. So just play your young kids. Yeah. And they need to come into a structure. Like I think it's easier as a young guy to play. Obviously, in a successful team, well structured, they know what's happening. Rather than if you went in, you know, if you played in a lower club at the moment, you're going to yeah. get smashed, aren't you? 
But the minor premiere for 2019... Is Collywood. They're looking pretty awesome at the moment, aren't they? They're pretty exciting to watch. I think one of you... I think it was you, Baz. I think it said that the competition needs the Collingwood and the Richmond clubs up and about, don't they? Like, that adds so much interest when they've got 80,000 followers. Mm. I think that's a cracking top eight. So can you just tell who misses out there, Baz? there we go. You you run through. So the unluckiest team to miss out are the Crows. I finished ninth. Uh... Disappointing for them. and Very then, disappointing, yep. And then I think there's a few older players that need to... If, if they're not making the finals this year, then they need to make some hard decisions. I, I think I think it's repercussions there at, yeah. at Crowland. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Hawks, they're, they're pretty up, they're pretty inconsistent at the moment. Yeah. Hawks at 10th, Saints at 11th. I think uh, we all think they're just going to come down a little bit. Lions, probably a bit That's disappointing okay. for them. They reckon they've, they've had a really good start to the year, but a lot of their kids, I think what we'll find with Port too, is that they they won't you know, be amazing the whole year because they won't have that body of work behind them. So they'll start to drop off in the middle of the year. Melbourne Demons, that that's a fall from... That's uh, a huge fall. Yeah. Fall there. Uh, dogs, I'd say pretty disappointing because they just haven't backed up their premiership mm. um, from a couple of years ago. Sydney, uh, they're in rebuild mode, but we'll give them a... Um, bit of a leave for a few years because they've uh, been up and about. Oh, they've been brilliant yeah. for the last 15 years. North Melbourne, they've got to change the way the whole uh, club's going. But after <laughs> their rev up, I think they'll be up and about. Um, so the Carlton, they're going to finish second last. So Crows will get pick number two and Carlton will get pick number nine. Is that right? Yeah. Yep. yeah. And uh, Gold Coast will finish bottom. But um, I think Stuart Jew's got a long career ahead of him. It's a pretty difficult He's a pretty to start yeah. with him this year. Yeah. Well, boys, Great work, that was Thanks, a good guys. one. We'll put a nice little explicit language warning at the front and a uh, good little change-up. I'll have to uh, do a post-out to all my neighbours tomorrow to apologise for the language tonight. See you next Very week, good. boys. See, See you. Ya.